0: You're listening to Life UPC Richmond Hills AudioCast. Uh, We can't praise Him enough. Hallelujah. Glory, God. Glory to the High King. Thank you, Jesus. He is our strength, He is our protector. He's our defense, our high tower. Hallelujah. He puts a hedge of protection upon his people. Hallelujah. And we thank you, God. We praise you, God. We magnify you, oh Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to the Most High King. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. When we just start worshiping like that, and I I get into the moment and God's pressing upon me, his power and his might, and I just can't help but to think of his goodness and all that he's done for me and all that he's doing for this church. And I can't help but to think of, of how he protects us, how he guides us, he directs our paths, and I'm thankful for his Holy Spirit that dwells inside of me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Give the Lord another hand clap of praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, worship team, for leading us in some awesome worship. And we're glad to have Sister Talia back with us home from Indiana Bible College. Praise God. Good to have her back with us today. Thank you Jesus. God is doing a work in this place and in this city. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Glory God. I'm going <clears> to <throat> read to you guys from Romans chapter 28 this or chapter 8 verse 28 this morning if you <clears throat> have your Bibles with you. If you don't, you should. But if you for some reason didn't bring them this morning, Sister Shakira's got hers up here on the screen for us. Praise God. So just look right up here. And if you wouldn't mind, go ahead and remain standing for the reading of the word. I just got one scripture to open up with this morning, and it's Romans chapter 8, verse 28. And it says in Romans 8, 28, And we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God, to them who are called according to His purpose. Praise God. I want to preach to you folks this morning. I know that everybody knows this scripture. It's a favorite of many and we use it quite often, but I want to preach to you this morning uh, about his purpose, his purpose. Brother Conway, would you pray for us this morning? Lord, Father, we ask that you bless the man of God today, that he speaks to us in our hearts and our souls so that we might be able to go and minister to your people in this community that we're serving for you, God. And we just ask that you continue to bless the church and the saints as well. Touch us today, God, and in Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said amen. Amen, amen. Give the Lord one more hand clap of praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Your glory in this place. Thank you, Jesus you may be seated hallelujah also i do want to i just want to uh cover one thing on our announcements uh make it a little clear um uh, that brother russ was talking about the impart conference that's coming up we had it wrong on our on our bulletin i think we had it impact but it's called impart and it's not just the youth it's for it's for everybody it's a conference and 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 it's going to be in Uh, It's Jessup, right? Yeah, Jessup, in Jessup at the Jessup Church. And it's on Thursday and Friday, the 13th and 14th at 7.30 p.m. And I believe that uh, uh, some of us are going to try and make our way up there, at least on the Friday part. And um, it would be a really good conference to go to. I believe that God is going to impart something into our lives at that conference at the Glenville Church on that day, on the 13th and 14th at least. Praise God. Praise God. His purpose we're talking about this morning. It tells us in the opening scripture, and we know that all the things work together for the good of them that love God. All things are working together for those of us who love God and seek Him in all of His ways. But it also says to them who are called. Now, let me tell you something God is calling everybody, He's calling everybody. He desires everyone to have a relationship with him. And in fact, his grace and his mercy is for every person on the planet. He seeks to save everyone. It's not his will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Amen. And God is seeking everybody. He's calling after everyone. The difference is only a few are chosen. And the chosen are the ones who receive the call. Amen. See, the the thing is, God gave us free will. It's not a problem. It's a good thing. He gave us free will. God gave us free will. And I'll tell you, and I've explained this to you you guys before. I'm going to explain it again. The reason we have free will is if God forced us to praise him, worship him, and to love him, then it wouldn't be love because that's something you have to choose. Right. You have to make a choice. If you're forced to love something, then you're not really it's not really love. If you're forced to um, to praise and to worship, it's not in your really in your heart. See, he gave us free will because he wanted you to make that decision. He wanted you to either choose him or not to choose him. Amen. I mean, if you truly love him, you'll choose him. And so that's why God gave us free will. And and so we have a choice. God's calling after everyone. He's he seek he wants everyone to have a relationship with him. He wants everyone to be saved. It's not his will that any should perish. However, we have free will and we have to make that choice. So God is calling, but only so many will be chosen. Praise God. <clears throat> so we look at that scripture And all the things are working together for the good, and they are for those who love God. Now, if you truly, truly, truly love God and seek him. Then you will want to have a relationship with him and you will be called according to his purpose if you love and if you love God. Amen. So those are who he's calling. Or, or those are or, or actually he's calling everyone, but those are the ones that all things are working together for the good, amen. So <clears throat> praise the Lord. Ephesians chapter one, verse four, says, "According as he hath chosen us in him, before the foundation of the world." See, he has chosen. We're not here by chance. By hand. Ha- We're not here by mistake at this church right here, right now, at this moment in time. You're here for a reason. You're here for a purpose, for God's purpose, for his purpose. You were chosen. You were chosen. And you were chosen at the beginning of time, before you were even conceived. God knew you before you were conceived. He knew. He knows the hairs on your head. He knows everything about you. Praise God. That we should be holy and without blame before him in love, praise God, having predestined us into the adoption of the children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, praise God, it's his will, God's will, we're talking about his purpose, praise God, and then it goes on, it says, to the praise of the glory of his grace where wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved. You're accepted into God's church, the chosen people of God. Praise the Lord. In whom we have redemption through his blood for forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. Oh, thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus, for your grace. And your mercy that's, been, that's renewed every day in my life. I thank you, Lord God, for your grace and your mercy that abounds in all, through all, and for all. And it's for every person. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> thank you, God. And then we look at 1 Peter chapter 9. it tells us, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. A holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who have called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. When I think about where he brought me from and where he's bringing me to out of the darkness that I was in and into the light, the truth of God, I can't help to show forth my praises unto him. It says you should show forth your praise unto him. Thank you, Lord, for choosing me in the beginning of time. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for for he knew, he knew, he knew that I would choose him. Praise God, not choose him. I choose him, and I choose all of his glory and his purpose. But we're talking this morning about his purpose. You see, that that scripture says, which in time were not a people, but are now the people of God. You see, when I wasn't living for God, I wasn't God's chosen. I was living for the world, living for me, and, 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 and it was nothing but death and destruction is what it was leading to. But when I chose, see, God had already chosen me. But I had to make that choice. I had to say, God, I don't want to be in this mess anymore. <clears throat> I know this mess doesn't have anything for me. The world, it doesn't have anything for me. My flesh, it leads to nothing but destruction. And I, and, and sin, it, it layeth at the door waiting. And I, I God, I don't want to have anything to do with this mess. And I choose you now, God. I, 'cause you have already chosen me and now I choose you God. Oh, thank you Lord. Thank you God for choosing me. Hallelujah. <clears throat> thank you Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. His purpose is what we're talking about this morning though. You see, when I when I I put this message together over the past few days, and and, and, and today, as I was sitting praying before service, um, the Lord put something else upon me. He showed me something, um, and I want to share it with you, a little bit of an illustration of, of purpose, about what purpose is. Um, I got my son a, a, a pocket knife. I got him a pocket knife the other day, um, and he's at the age where I think that he he can have a pocket knife he's 10 years old but i got him this pocket knife and and i i realized when i got it i knew the first thing that that he was going to do he was going to be excited and he wanted to show people he wanted to show people look what i got look at this and I had to explain to him, and he would pull it out everywhere he goes. He takes it, he'll take it to church and pull it out. I'm like, son, don't pull out your knife. You don't need to pull it. That's not the purpose of it, you see. The purpose isn't to show everybody what you got. Can I tell you the purpose of the Holy Ghost that dwells in you is not just to, to show everybody. Say, look what I got. Look at me. And, and holiness, it's not about, oh, look at me, I'm holier than you. No, that's not the purpose of it. Well, that's not the purpose of that knife that I got him. You see, it's a tool. I had to teach him, I had to tell him. You see, <clears throat> that's not the purpose of this. You don't flash it around and show everybody that you have this thing and, and, and say, look what I got. And, and you play with it and do all kinds of stuff with it. No, it's not a toy. And the purpose of it is not to just show everybody what you got, and it's not a toy just to play with. But there's a purpose for a knife, a pocket knife. There's a purpose for a pocket knife. It's a tool. It's a tool. You pull it out when you need to to cut something. Maybe you can use it as a screwdriver sometimes. Brother Russ, they don't don't use my knife as a screwdriver. But there's a purpose for it, right? There's a purpose for it. And there's a purpose for the calling that God has on your life. There's a purpose for the Holy Ghost that that dwells inside of you. And if you ain't got the Holy Ghost yet, God's wanting to impart the Holy Ghost on you today. But I'm here to tell you, there's a purpose for everything. Everything has a purpose. Everything has a purpose. Even even those, uh, I don't know what the purpose is of them, but what do they call it? love bugs that they have down here. It's that time, that season again. And and if you have a white car or anything white, you know, that they come around, they love it, and they're just so annoying. But I, I, there is a purpose for them. I don't know what the purpose is, but there is a purpose for everything. There is. <clears throat> I mean, maybe they're food for something else, but there's a purpose for everything. And I want to tell you guys that the purpose of your calling Is not about you. It's not about you at all. And, you know, we should seek uh, the gifts of the Spirit. We should seek God to use us. In fact, it tells us in Scripture, we should pray for that. God, use me. Pray for that. It's good to seek that. But we have to understand, realize that it is not for us. It's not for our purpose. It's for God's purpose. And you have to be careful sometimes because when God begins to use you, sometimes it feels like that, look at what I'm doing or, or, or look what I might have done. And, and, and look how, oh, you know, we got to be very careful. We got to be very careful and understand that, that it's not your purpose. It's his purpose is what it's for. That's what your calling is for. Amen. That's what our calling in this place is for, for his purpose. Praise God. It tells us in 2nd <clears throat> Timothy, verse one or, or chapter one, verse nine, who has saved us. God has saved us. Praise God. If you have. Sought God with all of your heart. Repented. Of your sins and. We're baptized in the name of Jesus because there's none other name under heaven whereby which we must be saved than the name of Jesus. And you've received the gift of the Holy Ghost. You've opened up that door towards salvation and God is saving you who has saved us and called us with the holy calling. He has called you with a, a holy calling. God has called every single person in this place. As I said, it's not by chance that you are in this place. It's not by chance that you are in this church that preaches and teaches truth, that worships God in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. It's not by chance. The reason God has called you is for his purpose and what is his purpose hallelujah and it says it goes on it says not according to our works but according to his own purpose and grace his purpose which was given us in christ jesus before the world began he called you to this place right here and right now in this time in this moment in this city in this church From the beginning of time. Can you you just comprehend that for a minute? Think about it. From the beginning of time, God thought about this moment. It's amazing that God is able to do such, but we can't comprehend. His ways are so much higher than our ways. And and he is all-knowing. He is omnipresent all present, all times. And that's not just everywhere at this time, but that's everywhere at all time because time is just something that we need to understand. But time to God, he's everywhere at all times at at every time. We can't comprehend it. But for me to think about that, he called me to this place right now here, this church. For this time, he called me from the beginning of time. And not just me, but every single person in this place. Isn't it that a wonderful feeling? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. But he's called us according to his purpose. It it says, let me go back to that scripture, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling. A holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace. We are called according to his purpose, his grace. And that's what we're talking about this morning, his purpose. And what is God's purpose for us in this place? God is wanting to use us, use us to reach. See, like I said, there's a, there, there's a, a purpose for everything. Just like that knife I was talking about that I got my son, it's a tool that you use for stuff. Well, our purpose, we are a tool as well. We are God's chosen people. He chose us for purpose. He chose us to use us as tools for his glory, for his works, amen, to bring forth his gospel to the world, to teach and preach every single person that we come in contact with, to minister unto them. And and I want to uh, Jesus he he um, he gave us a parable in Matthew chapter 22. I want to share with you. Let me bring that up. Matthew chapter 22, and it starts in verse two. Jesus gave us a parable, and this is a perfect parable for this message today, which is why I chose it. Matthew 22 verse two. It says. Jesus said, The kingdom of heaven is like unto a certain king, which made a marriage for his son and sent forth his servants to call them that were bidden to the wedding. He sent forth his servants to call all these people, these family members and friends and and all his neighbors. And he said, Come and I'm calling you to this wedding that we're about to have for my son. And it says again in verse 4 oh, Wait a minute. And it says, though, in verse 3, he bid them to the wedding and they would not come. So he he sent out invitations to his family members, his neighbors, his friends, but they would not come. And if you look at verse 4, it says... Again, he sent forth other servants saying, tell them which are been, tell all my friends, tell my family. He said, behold, I have prepared my dinner. I, he says, my oxen and my fat things are, are killed. He said, I've killed the, the, um, the animals and prepared them for this massive meal. And he said, things are ready, come into the marriage. But they made light of it. And it says, And went their ways, one to his farm, another to his merchandise. <clears throat> Verse 6, And the remnant took his servants and entreated them spitefully and slew them. But when the king heard thereof, he was wroth. He was upset. He sent forth his armies and destroyed those murderers and burned up their cities. Then saith In verse, wait a minute, verse eight, then saith he to his servants, the wedding is ready, but they which were bidden were not worthy. You see, he was calling them. God's calling everybody. He was calling them, and they chose not to come. And then it says in verse nine, go ye therefore, Unto the highways and the byways, and as many as you shall find, bid them to come to the marriage. So those servants, they went out to the highways and gathered together all as many as they found, both bad and good, and the wedding was furnished with guests. See, God is calling people today, He's calling everybody. And what the world is saying is, We don't care. The world's saying, We don't want to have anything to do with you. We want to do what we want to do. I know you're calling, but hey, I'm going to serve the world is what they're saying. That's what the world's saying. But we were chosen. The difference is God chose us from the beginning of time. He knew that we would answer the call. He knew that we would come to the wedding that he has prepared, the wedding feast, that he has prepared before us. And he said unto him, friend, and when the king came in to see the guest, he saw there a man which had not a wedding garment. And he saith unto him, friend, how comest thou in hither not having a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then said the king, to the servant, bind him up foot, take him away, cast him out to the other darks, darkness of darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth for many are called. Many are called. God is calling. And here's the thing. We've got to be prepared for the wedding. We've got to be ready for the wedding. We've got to put on our wedding garments. And when we go forth and we praise God and we seek him with all of our heart, mind, body, and spirit, and we live a life of holiness and righteousness and we choose God, then we put on the garments. We put on the wedding garments ready for the feast. God is calling many people. Many people, but it says for many are called, but few are chosen. I thank God that he has chosen me. God has chosen me. He has chosen you for his purpose. Praise God for his purpose. Thank you, Lord. And so what is his purpose? Praise God. What is God's purpose? First Corinthians chapter 1, but unto them which are called, both Jew and Greeks, which are called, it says, but unto them which are called, he's called us, both Jew and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God, because the foolishness of God is wiser than men and the weakness of God is stronger than men. For you see your calling, brethren. How that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. See, God is calling a lot of people. God is calling everybody, actually. And it's harder for those who are wise of worldly wisdom and worldly knowledge To accept God. And it tells you here that uh, it says how that not many wise men after the flesh and many mighty and noble are called. God calls the least of us. He's calling everybody. But the problem is those who have so much worldly knowledge. And I know several of them. They think they know everything. and, And it's harder for them to accept God's calling in their life. It's harder sometimes, and sometimes it's people who, who, who are so worldly knowledgeable. They think scientifically, and they're like, they try to disprove God because they can't see, touch. But here's the thing. We feel God every day. And here's another thing. We see the results of God every day in the miracles and wonders that he produces in the church body. Thank you, Lord God. And then it says, "But God hath chosen the foolish things of the world, and confound the wise, and God hath chosen the weak things of the world, confound the things which are mighty and base things of the world, and things which are despised hath God chosen, yes, things which are not to bring to naught things that are. God has chosen us in this place. God didn't choose you because you were great you were powerful god didn't choose you because you already had a bunch of knowledge god chose you to use you for his purpose in order for him to use us for his purpose we've got to surrender ourselves to him and all of his ways and then he will impart his wisdom upon us to use us for his purpose Praise God. It's about His purpose, about God's purpose. And God's purpose we find in the Great Commission. What God's purpose is. And I'm going to read to you from John chapter 13, <clears throat> verse 34. Jesus said, A new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another as I love you, that you also love one another. By this shall men. Know that you are my disciples. That's not the scripture I was going to use. Mark chapter 16. Sorry. Great commission. Mark chapter 16, verse 15. And he said unto them, go you unto all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. What's your purpose? What's God's purpose in you? It is to minister to those around you to every single person that you come in contact with in the world. It doesn't matter if they're friends, family, loved ones, co-workers, or just people you meet on the street. It doesn't matter who it is. God's purpose is for you to go into the world, preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. It's not his will that any should perish, but that all this should come to repentance. And how are they going to come to repentance if they don't? don't know what God desires for them. That's where we come in. We are the tool. We are the tool for his purpose to preach, minister, teach God's word to every person that we come in contact with. And then it says, and these signs shall follow them that believe in my name, they shall cast out devils and they shall speak with new tongues. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. His purpose in your life His purpose in your life. You see, it is not our God-given right to preach, teach, and minister the gospel, but it's our God-given responsibility to preach, teach, and minister the gospel to every single person that we come in contact with because God has called us to do that for his purpose. And that's what God's purpose is for our lives. Praise God. We got to be careful and make sure that we're not in it for because it makes us feel good that we're not in it because it makes us look good or or whatever it is. We got to make sure that the reason we're in this thing is not just to make it to heaven, but to take some people with us because that's what we're here to do. Praise God. And then it tells us in verse 20 and they went forth and preached everywhere the lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following praise god god's wanting to use us in this place he's wanting us to to use us for his purpose his works and his glory to minister to this city to this city right here right now there, there you know um <clears throat> We're a North American missions church. And God chose us for this city, for this time, right here and right now, for this purpose, for his purpose. Every single person you see in this place, we were chosen for this time, for this city. And one of the scriptures that's used for the North American missions, it's like our our um, main scripture. It's in Mark chapter one, verse 38. It says, Jesus said this, and he said unto them, let us go into the next towns that I may preach there also. For there came I forth. God has chosen you. God has chosen me and you and every person in this church. He has chosen this church for the next town. This is the next town. We are the next town. Amen. God chose us to plant a church right here in this place and to minister his word and to show people that there's more to God's truth in his word. Amen. Because I I tell you, we see that that we know that many churches have some truth, but there's more. There's more truth. Amen. And and truth that we've got to repent. You know, some churches, they want to teach, you know, they believe in God. But they teach, you know, that, oh, you just got to believe. That's all you got to do. You just got to believe in God. The word says just believe in him and 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 you're going to make it to heaven. But it doesn't work like that. There's more to the word. You can't just pick and choose and take out pieces of the word and say, oh, all you got to do is believe and you're going to go to heaven. Oh, or you just got to accept him. Oh, Lord. And and and, and some churches, they, they say you come down and accept Christ. You. Accept him today. All you got to do is say say this after me. Lord, I accept you today. And, And, oh, you're saved. No, it doesn't work like that. Read the whole Bible. See, that's why we're called to this place in this time right now. Because there's many churches out there that are, are teaching false teachings, and it's not and it's because it's what they've learned many cases and, 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 and it's passed down from generation to generation and just like the baptism of Jesus when the water baptism was it had been passed down generation to generation starting with the Catholic Church and they would tell they would say oh just be, you must be baptized in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit." And, and, and then people started baptizing like that in years and years and years. It's passed down generation generation. But look at the word of God. Look where everybody was baptized. They were baptized in the name of Jesus. The word of God tells us there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby which we must be saved than the name of Jesus. It doesn't call us to be baptized in the titles because there's power in the name. There's power in the name of Jesus. So I will be baptized in the name of Jesus. And I'm going to let everybody I know that they must be baptized in the name of Jesus. He, oh. Praise God. Oh, you're a Christian? Can I ask you something then? What then were you baptized under? Oh, I was baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Oh, okay. Well, can I share can I share something with you? Do you know who the Father is? Jesus. Do you know who the Son is? Jesus. Do you know who the Holy Spirit is? Jesus. Hear O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. One Lord. There it if you look in the Bible, it doesn't say anything about trinity. Where let me find in the Bible where it says Hold on, let me look up in the Bible. Let me show you about Trinity real quick. Oh, wait a minute. I can't find it because it ain't in there. Here, But Hero O oh Israel, the Lord our God is one, Lord, is in there. I'm here to tell you your purpose is to teach, preach, and minister his word to everyone. There are a lot of people out there who think they're going to heaven, but they don't even know how to open up the key. They don't even know how to open up the door to receive What God has for him. The keys of heaven were given to Peter and he preached it on the day of Pentecost. You must repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Going all off my message here, but praise God. There's a reason why you're here at this time. Nothing is by happenstance, circumstance, whatever you want to say. Nothing is. God's called you from the beginning of time. He knew you would be here at this day in this moment in time. And he's wanting to use you for your for his purpose, not for your purpose, but for his purpose I promise you, if you allow God to use you for his purpose, oh, man. Everything will be better in your life. Focus on his purpose in this place. That's what we have to do. And I'm getting ready to close here. I got just a a couple more scriptures to share. But his purpose is what it's about. His purpose. And we've got to do it with love. We've got to do it with love. Because if you just come at people angry and telling them, oh, you've got to do it this way. You, you see, I can do that up here because you guys already know, right? But if I'm going to somebody that, that doesn't know, you know, I'm going to share with them with a loving and caring heart. And, and sometimes you have to listen to them for a little while first. And, and and that's good. You should listen. We should be listeners. And then you can sneak in, you know, well have you have you read this scripture before? Can I can I just show you what it says right here? And we gotta do it with a loving heart because we don't wanna push them away. <coughs> and, and and love. We gotta love our neighbors. John thirteen, this is the scripture I said out of order the just a minute ago. Verse thirty four A new commandment <coughs> I give unto you. That you love one another as I have loved you. That you also love one another. If you really love people, do you not want them to be saved? Think about that. It's not just about being nice and kind. But if you really love someone, aren't you going to do whatever it takes for them to be saved, to make it to heaven with you? That's I, I. If I truly love someone, that's what I'm gonna do. I want to do it in all my power. I want to, in everything that I can, to to help them, to make it to heaven. But it's not me. It's God. It's His purpose. His purpose for our life. Romans eight, twenty eight, and we know that all things work together for the good of them that love God to them who are called according to his purpose. We're called in this place, and I'm getting ready to close if you want to play some altar call music. We have been called in this place. We have been called to this city. It's not not I've been called to preach the gospel and minister to this city, but we, we here, Every single one of us have been called to this city at this time, at this moment in time. You see, it wasn't 20, 30 years ago, but right now we were called here, us, to minister his gospel to those around us in this city. To help save as many souls, to help bring as many souls to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for calling me to this place. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord. In Second Peter chapter three verse nine, the Lord is not slack concerning His promise. He's coming back soon, but He is tearing a little time. As some men might count slackness, but is long-suffering towards us. He's seeking us. He's he's given us a little bit of time. He's being patient with us to to be able to go out and witness to people that are around us. Not willing that any should perish, because it's not His will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, we got to be used in this city. According to God's purpose and God's will. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. I want to open up this altar this morning. And I want to invite everyone down to the altar if you're able to make it down. And if not, you can make an altar. Thank you for listening to Life UPC Richmond Hills Audiocast.